Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dad Shorts Podcast, where we're just two dads trying to figure out if yellows can actually do anything to get the thing done, or if we'll just talk literally for an hour and 20 minutes. Spoiler alert. We did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> welcome back. This is part two of our interview with Van Benson. Van, thanks for joining us. Well, happy to be here with you guys. You're the best. Well, thanks. So Thank we're going to, this is actually split. So what Scott's going to do is going to edit in between uh, the two episodes. We've got a, an hour and 20 minutes of content. Mm-hmm. And so this is part of it. This is part two of our interview with Van Benson, and we're super excited for that. Absolutely. Uh, you just, you know, pulled the curtain back and I shared did. how I do this. Um, I prefer magic. <laughs> That's that's our BBS video. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my bad. Or science. Oh, oh speaking of which, yes. uh, this is more important than the questions. Okay. Uh, if a Twinkie is a burrito, so is a corn dog. Hundred percent. Which also means that a hot dog is a taco. I see. It's mm-hmm. a nope, nope. Hot dog is a taco, and a corn dog is a burrito. I'd go with a corn dog. Yeah. Yeah. Does, do you know? I did notice, but it is... I guess a hot dog would be a form. Yeah, it's it's okay. a gordita. But not a Twinkie. That's what it is. A Twinkie's in its own <laughs> class all by itself. Uh, yeah. What is your best dad story? This was a tough one, but uh, when my girls were little, uh, Tammy and I took them out for breakfast one morning, and we went up to Golden City to go to a little restaurant up there that's... I, I can't remember the name of it. You guys may know, but I think it's Cookies. That's Cookies, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, as we're driving into town, one of my little girls said, Daddy, why do they call it Golden City? And, and uh, I, I had this yellow idea, you know, so we, we parked the car and I said, Girls, wait just a minute. I want to go be sure they're open. And I happened to have a pocket full of change. And I, while they waited in the car, I got out and walked down the sidewalk toward the restaurant and I was dropping <laughs> pennies and nickels and a quarter here and there you know and so then I went back and I said yeah they're open okay let's go and we started walking down the sidewalk and daddy look money and I said why do you think they call it Golden City and I, to this day my girls are you know in their 40s and 30s and my my youngest is 28 and they still talk about that day of That's going awesome. to Golden City and finding all that free money all over the place. Nice. So I go to cookies. Yeah, I've not been to all that. It's probably still some there. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Well, listen, this is one of my favorite questions. It's Dad's night to cook. What's on the menu? Oh well, it can be a variety of things because as a yellow, you know how we are. We love to cook. Yeah, and we enjoy the kitchen. We like to, but we we're creators, and you know, I I've never made the same thing the same way twice. Absolutely, <laughs> always. You know, <laughs> thank you. Oh yeah, this hurts his heart. Oh, no, like, we know how it is. You know, I I'm famous for steak. If you know, I've got a big sign out on the mm-hmm. patio that, or on our deck that says "Light Grill, They Will Come," mm-hmm. and so I do that from time to time, and all the kids look forward to it, but. You know, the cool thing is I, I have A1, and I have ketchup, and I have barbecue sauce, and I have 57. Mm-hmm. And all those are great products, but they're even better when you mix them together. Yep. Have you noticed oh, that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Dr. Pepper is great. Pepsi is great. But if you mix them together, it's a whole new drink, Dr. Mm-hmm. Pepsi. And so <laughs> we, you know, it's really good. Don't ever try that or you'll become addicted to it. And then people will think you're strange when you go in and you're going from place to place. We used to call that a suicide when yep. I was young. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But I like to do that. My favorite, I guess, is uh, 
I'm kind of famous for breakfast. Okay. So I cook a mean French toast. Oh, nice. And, what kind of bread are you using? Well, here, here's what I do. I use Brahms light uh, wheat bread. Okay. Because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I do the eggs and I put the milk in there and then I whip it up. And then I get the cinnamon sugar uh, oh, yeah. dispenser. Yeah. And you just like go shake, 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 like that. Mm-hmm. And then whip it up again. And then dip your bread in it mm-hmm. and then put it in peanut oil. That's the important oh, thing. Okay. Got to be peanut oil, okay. not vegetable oil. Yeah. Peanut oil, not butter though. I cook mine in butter, but you're cooking it. No, oil. I do peanut oil, but I, I do sometimes. I'll take a scoop of butter and mm-hmm. throw it in with the peanut oil. Okay, but the so you're I, frying it. It's fried. Oh, French oh toast. yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. not a. It's not cooked on a, on a on a griddle. Oh no, okay. no. Mm. You take the you you get a pan, a nonstick pan that's mm-hmm. got sides on it, about an inch yeah. and a half mm-hmm. high, and uh, put that peanut oil in there. Mm-hmm. Get it nice and warm. Yeah. And uh, then dip your bread in there and then put it over in there. Now, the key to it is the flippage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, and you use two tools for that. You use a, a metal spatula and then a pair of tongs. Yep. And you can, whenever it's ready, you cook it about maybe a minute uh, with hot hot grease and then flip it over using your tongs. Flip it, otherwise you get grease all over you. Mm-hmm. And then your wife gets mad. Mm-hmm. Right, gets, right. Because uh, we're yellows, we're cooking and not cleaning. Oh, yeah, that's incorrect. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> But, uh, and then I like to turn it about, you know, three times each side until the outside get, just gets just right crispy. And then, uh, then you take it, put it on a plate, put butter on it. And I only use change your life butter. Okay. You've heard of that. I've right? not heard of that. Oh, it's land of lakes, lightly salted. Oh, okay. blue label. Okay. Lightly salted. Yeah. Okay. Addictive. Yeah. Best butter in the world. Okay. okay. I'm, a, I'm a country so, crock man myself. So okay. I have to get well, this, you'll be. Con- I was country crock until okay. I tasted Land of Lakes. The, li- the lightly salted. <laughs> lightly salted. <laughs> blue label, not the red label. Okay. okay I got okay. it. Blue label. But you, you put the butter on it and then you shake a little powdered sugar on top of that. And then you drizzle only log cabin okay. syrup. Pure maple or? Pure maple. Don't don't mess around with the yeah uh, off brands. Yeah. Don't don't pancake do syrup. Just pure, pure maple, maple yeah. log cabin syrup. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over. It sounds so good. <laughs> so good. Oh. I am making French toast. Right. Uh, that's that's it. That's it. All right. What is your uh, best dad joke? This was a hard one for me because I don't do dad jokes. None. And, and the dad joke around my house is the dad doesn't get the dad jokes. <laughs> Awesome. And he really is. I mean, That's my kids tell dad jokes, but everybody in my family knows that it takes old Van about five to seven seconds. My daughter calls it a joke hang, hang grenade. Hang grenade. <laughs> she said it takes about five seconds after we pull it in for dad to get it. You know, oh, that's so pretty funny. That's the joke around our house. Yeah. So, do you get that, dad? And I'm like, no, try me again. <laughs> then I'll get it. When everybody else is talking about something else, all of a sudden I burst out in laughter. Uh-huh. That was funny. <laughs> that's fantastic good. I love that's it good. Uh, well a couple more questions uh, what are some of the struggles of parenting a child of each color so you said each one of your daughters is a different color so like for uh, what's a, a struggle for parenting like a blue a struggle for parenting a red or yellow white kind of going through each individual color and like what are some of the struggles and then also what are some of the successes uh, okay um, this is a this is a a deep question 
you know, you can That's we why can it's go in the serious we part can, of the interview. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can uh, you know, all the yellows might want to turn turn off now. You know, turn this off. You, I don't know if you're tough enough to take what I'm about to say or not, but oh. we'll, we'll see. I'm gonna go for a restroom break. What's up? Our own podcast. <laughs> all right, sorry. <laughs> I uh, I think the most difficult part of parenting different uh, children of different uh, motivational energies. And and that's really basically, you know, we at Motive Matters, we Motive Matters is kind of like color code on steroids. Uh, color code is a, in my view, it's the world's most accurate uh, personality diagnostic assessment. And the reason I like it is that it goes deeper than just behavior. Mm -hmm. It kind of goes where God goes. It goes to the heart mm -hmm. and uh, to your core. And I kind of like that. Uh, and it, it helped Tammy and I to put our marriage back together because your motive is very consistent. It's like an anchor. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born a yellow. I'm, guys, I'm a level 67 now, okay? <laughs> so I tell my grandkids that all the time, and they go, whoa, granddad. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a level 67. But I, I uh, uh, the, the thing that I find is that the most difficult part of parenting those different colors is connecting with the motivational energy that's at their core. Yep. Um, we, we tend to think that personalities uh, are about adjusting your behaviors. It goes much deeper than that. Um, a spirit is, when you talk about a person's spirit, you're really kind of almost, in some way, you're talking about their pattern of living. You know, if you, if you said, you know, you've got a really great spirit, mm -hmm. that just basically says you have a general pattern that is positive and it's good and it's excellent, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And... I think that uh, when you think about my red daughter who's motivated by power, for me to be the best dad that she can be, I have to love her in the best way that I can. And Dr. Peck taught me a definition of love that changed my life. He said, love is the will, not the wish, the will to extend yourself for the purpose of nurturing your own or another's spiritual growth mm, and, cool. he, and he quickly he quickly added you know by that I'm not getting religious on you I'm talking about the parts of your humanity that are non-material mm -hmm. you know it's your mind your heart your will your emotions your feelings your your values all those things are your spiritual part and I have found my my kids will tell you that uh, we've been uh, practicing on uh, colors for 21 years, been teaching for about 17. Mm -hmm. And my kids will tell you that I am a different dad today than mm -hmm. I was. I, I've changed. Mm -hmm. And we we use the term change and we define it as learning to do things better. Yep. And uh, there are so many ways that us dads can learn to do things better. And I like to use a, an example that uh, uh, Peterson taught me about going in your bedroom and looking around, just sit on your bed for a minute, look around your bedroom and see if you can think of a way that you could improve the bedroom or your closet. Go to your closet, look around and you say, well, there's a dirty pair of socks laying on the floor. Well, I could pick those up, 
Or I could just wait and let my wife pick them up. (laughs) And so what if I reach down and pick them up and put them in the clothes hamper? Did I improve it? Yes, I did. Well, we could, as dads, we could look at our own soul that way. And I think the color code helps us do that. When we get in there, we put names on things, things that are limiting you as a dad. They're holding you back from your best possible relationship. And it might be uh, a red being impatient. That's a sock on the floor. It might be a blue who's uh, worry prone. Mm -hmm. That's a sock on the floor. It might be a yellow who, who can't listen very good and we're distracted. That's a sock on the floor. For a white, it might be um, being unmotivated or detached. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a sock on the floor. Are you going to pick it up, Dad, or are you going to leave it there? It's up to you. And as dads, I think it's high time that we we begin to be courageous mm-hmm. and reach over and pick that sock up and begin to make uh, some changes in our lives so that we can be better dads. Our Motive Matters is really not a personality seminar. It's a transformation seminar. Mm-hmm. And... There are tremendous transformations that take place in people's marriages and people's lives, people's parenting skills. I met a guy yesterday that had been in our class two years ago, and he was the most uh, detached, emotionally unavailable introvert two years ago. (laughs) And yesterday, he's interviewing me, (laughs) and he's he's out just like us, like the three of us. And he said it just changed my life. He said, I thought all my life that I was defective, that I was broken because I'm not like other people. And he said, I, I went through the Motive Matters class, and he said it it showed me that I have a divine spark in me that is just as powerful as the one that's in the reds and the blues and the yellows. Mm-hmm. And I have strengths, and I have talents, and I have abilities that they don't have. And I have a voice, and I have words, and I have something to say, and I'm going to say it. That's and awesome. I just love that, man. That just gives me God bumps. Yep, that's yeah, awesome. I get excited. Uh, we, <clears throat> just to piggyback on that a little bit, uh, my wife and I, and I told the story on the last the last episode, but uh, my first year as a principal um, was 16 years ago. I don't know. It was it was, it was a, a fair number, probably in your first couple That's of years awesome, of doing man. the uh, the motive matters stuff. It's so good. Uh, well, it was awful. Like it was it was the absolute <laughs> worst experience like ever, and I couldn't figure out why. It was just like not fun. It was it was awful. And my wife, uh, we our church put on the the motive matters thing, and my wife said, "Hey, we need to go to this marriage retreat." And I was like, "We're we're fine. Like <laughs> our, marriage, our marriage is fine. Like this is not oh, the problem." Man. Uh, so I, I went, my wife turns out she is a white blue. Um, I'm a yellow red. Uh, it helped us kind of understand our dynamic and our relationship. Um, yellows and whites get on very, very well. Um, but also like can sometimes be a hot mess uh, together. So, um, but it's really, that was really helpful on the marriage side of things, but, uh, really like honest and truly changed my life, uh, forever um on the professional side of things and the the personal side of things but like was able to really key into the idea of like when i was a principal my first year trying to be a blue principal because every good principal that i had ever seen or experienced like was blue and <laughs> yeah. so like i have very like i've got 1.8% blue um yeah. so uh, in my in my natural i do view, too yeah I, like i typically buy light on the test to get that <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly cuz i wanted to be well rounded right oh yeah yeah uh and so like 
that was driving me crazy because I couldn't reach that same level of perfection. And I felt like I had to uh, shun the the fun side of myself oh. in order to like engage in the blue side of things. Yeah. Um, and so that really shifted. And once that happened, like I, I started loving my job because I could start like keying into the things that God like placed in my heart and that motivation. And also it helped me interact with people who are blue because it, it's not something that I readily understand, yeah. but if I, I don't necessarily have to understand them to start keying into their motivations for like their behavior. So like right. when they would come at me, instead of listening to like what they're saying or how they're saying it, I can key into more of why they're saying the there thing. There you go. And that right. helped me not take things personally and more right. like let's problem solve like the actual issue that's behind the, the words. And that's so perfect. just... Thank you for that, because uh, that hey, I, don't thank me. Thank time. yourself. <laughs> you you did the work. Um, our Tammy and I don't uh, we don't take credit for the transformation. I think God is the source of transformation, but transformation comes to courageous people mm-hmm. who are willing to open their minds and open their hearts to new knowledge yeah. and a system. You know, we teach a system. It's not an event, right? When yeah, we sure. Do motivate, yeah, it's yeah. a system. And I tell people, I say, if you work and practice with the system to get better, yep. it will bring you a better life. It will bring you better relationships. And what I've found on a personal level is the Holy Spirit gets right involved in the middle of that thing. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, when I when I first came to Jesus uh, and God gave me that, that uh, down payment of the Holy Spirit, I mean, those first few months, I couldn't sin if I tried. <laughs> I couldn't have a bad thought. I couldn't. A man, I was just love on wheels. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then there comes a time where it's time to grow up, and it's it's God gives us the opportunity to make choices to continue to love Him and dedicate our lives to Him, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, sinning becomes easier for a time. Mm-hmm. And in my life, and one of the things that I would say to dads, I'm just real bold about this: leave beer alone. Leave alcohol alone. Mm-hmm. Focus on your kids. Don't get into that stuff. I made that mistake uh, because of the stresses of of business and trying to live red instead of yellow. Yeah, and not Absolutely. being true to my core uh, and not flowing with the grain of my own wood. You yep. know that God gave me. Uh, we call it congruency. And uh, you know we we tell people the most important thing is to develop character, but never abandon your core color. Yeah, uh, if you abandon that core, you do so at your own peril. Yeah. Don't do that. Be who you are, but be who you are intelligently, and always be stretching that to develop the 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 energies and the strengths of other colors. Don't let your personality color become a jail cell. That you know that this is a dis, a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. in a marriage. If you can only do your core color, look out. Yeah. You better have a a good lawyer because you're <laughs> yeah. probably going to need one. Uh, you know, the key to these happy marriages and, and the key to world-class dadding, mm-hmm. if you will, is to be working on yourself as a dad. Uh, look at that, look in that mirror. And as the book says, uh, don't forget what you see there. Look at it, focus on it. And, uh, you know, in my case, I needed to become a good listener. I knew that yeah, to be a, the best dad, I had to become a better listener for my blue daughter and for mm-hmm. my blue wife. And it took about a year and a half, mm-hmm. but I made it my purpose 
and I picked that sock up off the floor, (laughs) and I went to work on it. And over the years, I've become a really good listener, but I'm still yellow. Yeah. But I know how to focus now, and I still do it. When you're talking, (laughs) you'll notice me doing this. Uh, I have to make myself do it, but I do it because it's important. Yeah. Uh, So as dads, you know, uh, I often tell people the motive matters and color code is not, it's not for sissies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, if you can't stand a little bit of pressure and a little heat, you better stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> but if you want to be a world-class dad, get to work. Do your work and earn those better relationships because they're coming if you're doing your work. They're on the way. Awesome. So for our double episode, we have one more game. So this is our second game, and uh, this is the ultimate yellow. So I'm going to explain the reasoning for this game, and it is this. I hate swimming. Like, I just don't like it. I don't mind water, uh, but I just don't like being in a pool. I don't like swimming in, in the ocean. I don't like. I, I don't I, like the ocean. I don't like. I bet it's not that I don't mind the ocean. Like I just think swimming is boring. You just get sand where it shouldn't be. Yes, I yeah. hate. I don't, the I ocean. don't like. It. I hate it's rough beach. and it's coarse and it gets <laughs> everywhere. Great. Yeah. Great. Uh, I just I don't like swimming. I don't think it's fun. And so my kids are always like, get in the pool, Dad. And I'm like, no, because it's just boring. But here's the thing. It's weird because it's the same for me. Like, if you 100%. can convince me to do something fun in the pool, I'm in 100. percent So like, uh, here's the thing. I um. I, uh, I remember the last time I was in a pool was at church camp a few years ago. And I like, I never get in the pool at church camp before walking around, make sure nobody's drowning, basically. But then one of the other church guys was just like, hey, why don't, why don't you get in? I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to get in the pool. This is gross. He's like, let's play king of the mountain on this giant inflatable. Well, that sounded fun. And, <laughs> and, and we swam for like three hours. And all we were doing was like throwing kids off this, you know, blob thing. At, and it was like, immediately made me think of, you know, that's classic yellow, right? Like, I don't want to do it, but if you can convince me somehow it's fun, I am 100% in. And so here's what I want to do for our game. I want to just, we're just going to kind of take a scenario and then we're going to decide whether we think it's fun in, or if not, how can you make it fun? And Scott, this is because of you. So mm-hmm. my thought for you is this, uh, Scott loves camping. Family loves camping. I hate it. So Scott, here's the thing. Uh, your scenario, like camping, how would I make camping fun? What would I have to do to make camping fun? So you got to, I got to somehow convince me or you got to convince me. Okay, camping's the scenario. What do I have to do to make camping fun? Wow. Okay. So, so you're like, hey, Scott, he's on, come camping. Okay, I'm out. And now you're like, now you got to up the stakes until you convince me this scenario is now fun and I'm in. Okay. Then I'll be 100% in. Hot take for you. All right. Uh, in order to make camping fun, focus less on the camping. Okay. This is this is your task because uh, I, like Laura and I, and I think it's it's out of necessity because of the kids, like if we stay at the campground... Like we go crazy. Um, and I know you've got like a thing with bugs and yeah, all of that kind of stuff, allergic, right? allergic, like, and that's where most of that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So when we go camping, we spend very little time at the actual campsite. What we do is we wake up early and we come back late and we just use our campsite for sleeping. Um, and the rest of the day is uh, we hit our hikes early. Like we love hiking. We love climbing. We find those different places to do like the fun things. And I would say the more you experience, I know for, for us, like I definitely experience God in those moments when I'm climbing and I get to like the summit of whatever it is, not anything major. We're not like, we're not professional climbers, but we, we, we boulder, we do all of those types of things. And we get to the top of these hikes or we get to the end of this hike and we see these waterfalls or we see these beautiful vistas, like in the distance that makes every bit of it like worth it. 
And it engages like the red, like the yellow and the red in me. Because yeah, that sounds very red to me. Yeah, it's, it's climb the top of the mountain. It's climbing the top of the mountain <laughs> is the is the red part, but like yeah. the yellow part is nothing is the same in those moments. So like on all of those hikes, everywhere you look, something is different. Right. Everywhere you look, there's something to like capture your attention. That's cool. We do like. Sometimes when the hikes are long and the kids are like not there, we'll do silly games with like uh, I've got we've got downloaded playlists, so we'll like play guess the song as we're hiking. Or I loved when my when my oldest boys were younger, they'd be superheroes and they'd be jumping off all the different stuff, and so we'd like be Iron Man hiking this mm-hmm. hike. Um, just all of these different types of things um, to kind of keep it um, a little bit more um, just fun in the moment. But I would say camping itself for you i don't know that that's going to be fun you can pull out the board games you can pull out cornhole you can do those types of things to make the campsite a little bit more fun um but we're not really doing a whole lot of camp cooking we're not doing a whole lot of like we don't do a lot of i think that's for me i think the idea of camp cooking that's that's the challenge i'm intrigued by yeah cooking in a campsite sounds what i would say to you to make camping fun is we will set up the tent. You don't have to, and you don't have to tear it down. <laughs> See, that's what they would have to do. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's I'm, I'm more intrigued. Okay, so you know, we go goes, camping. You're not tearing. I don't have to set up or tear down, and we're we're not there in the bug time. We're we're doing other things. So we're constantly going. I, I like both of these ideas. But you, you know, you've heard those. Okay. You you get the tent over at you know Bass Pro, and it says pop up tent easily assembled in <laughs> yeah. 15 seconds you know i've never had one of those yeah, no I, what i've had is a need for psychotherapy yep you know after about 30 minutes but oh my wow. goodness we okay on our our road trip that did not go as planned we had to buy a tent on the road oh. this tent oh. is a type of tent that i've never put together before oh. and the sun was rapidly going down you want to talk about like engaging my red and not having time for my children to speak <laughs> like yeah. i could not figure out for the life of me in the dark how all of the pieces went together oh, and they kept man. on like impossible they, they would take the things and play lightsabers and sword fights with them like no <laughs> stop it <laughs> oh sorry okay van so here's your job uh you talked about how mowing is your happy place. Yeah. Okay. Convince me to that mowing is a fun activity. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not against mowing. I, I mow a lawn in my house. I like it. But you got to convince me. I want to mow my lawn. Okay. Well, it's one of the most. You get some of the best feedback ever. Okay. Because as a yellow with secondary red, uh, I like free time. So number one, that's free time. Okay. And my kids and Tammy, they all know when Dad's on the mower. Leave him alone, you know? Uh, And so that's free time for me. And I can, that's also my learning university, and they all know that. I've always got a pair of workmate headphones on, and I'm learning all the time. Love it. And uh, I put on things that just turn me on. And and to other people, they would be totally boring. But to me, I love them. Mm -hmm. I love to study some of our teachers that are alive in our generation Mm -hmm. that have so many great things to say. And sometimes I'll pick uh, psychology and sometimes I'll pick a Bible teacher. Sometimes I just turn on uh, that bot radio and just listen to all the preachers all day Mm -hmm. long, you know, and I get a nice input that way. Secondarily, if you do that, you're going to enjoy the day. And when you're through mowing, you're going to have so much material that's come down into your mind and your spirit. And and the next time you go out to teach, you know, a good teacher is just a good thief. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. you take things from others and you share those and you multiply their efforts. And, you know, I want people to multiply my efforts. I, I, I love it when I hear people talking colors. Go yeah. for it. Yep. And uh, I, I think uh, the other thing is at my house, when I drive that grasshopper down and I spin it around, I get to see where I was. <laughs> and I was I like, like it. dang, that looks good. <laughs> and every time I mow it, I'll mow a different direction. So my back two acres of my house yeah. looks like Cardinal Stadium in St. Louis. Because awesome. yeah. I cut this way, and then I cut the diagonal that way, and mm-hmm. then I go vertical, and then I go sideways, and it looks so cool mm-hmm. out there. Come by sometime. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. fun. That's awesome. Okay. so Cool. I'm I'm convinced. Let's send mobile lawn. I'm just, <laughs> all right, let's go mow the lawn today. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go make French toast. Though. I know that sounds <laughs> awesome. All right, we got about uh, about uh, two minutes left. Uh, so, uh, any of you have a scenario you want to try to convince, or we can try to convince you it's fun. I knowing how much you love cooking. Yes. Uh, and both of you, like, how make make cooking fun? Okay. Uh, so the thing about cooking that makes it fun is it it is creative. Like uh, you've got to come up with if you do it right. Uh, you got to know, so it's a knowledge base. Like you've got to know what ingredients are going to go together well. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, then once you know what ingredients are going to go together well, then it's a challenge of coming up with something that is A, healthy, B, delicious, and C, super well presented. Like it's a challenge. <laughs> so that's the thing is, like I'm going home tonight, I'm going to make like bruschetta with a garlic confit. It's going to be so good. But then, you know, you got to know how to, how to wh- what does it take to make a garlic confit? And then you got to know how to use it properly. And then once you do that, then it has to be creative because then I've got picky teenage daughters who are not going to want to eat this because they're going to be like, that garlic looks brown. Yes, but it's delicious. <laughs> so I got to slip it in there. And then when they try, they're like, oh, this is really good. So it's like a challenge of can you actually do this and and do it well? Because if you can't, then everybody's like, going to know. Everyone's going to know. You have totally yeah. failed and and you will have like flopped on stage. So it's it's almost like this is your chance. Like I, I picture one hundred percent of being ratatouille. Like I'm presenting every dish to Anton Ego. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's my diet. It's this this dish right here. It's funny because your mom called you ratatouille yesterday. I know she did. Yeah. <laughs> but as like every time I'm cooking, I'm presenting. I am cooking for this world renowned food critic. Yep. That is one hundred percent. I am on stage when I am cooking, and my dish is an entry level to uh, the next great cooking show. That's exactly what I'm doing with everyone. It's okay. it's on stage. It's creative. It's pre- it's presentation. I'll like put like a, a great real Parmesan cheese and chop real parsley Ooh. and put it on top of my spaghetti. And Dude. my kids are like, why? We're just eating on a Tuesday night. I'm like, because you never know who's going to show up <laughs> and eat the spaghetti. What if they've never had spaghetti this good before? That's pretty funny. They could ask me to be on their show. I mean, life changing. I like it. Exactly. I like it. That's your challenge. Okay. All right. Now, I've got one for you Okay, as we close here. Yeah. I know we're out of time, but I'm, I'm going to throw this out. I'm going to con- try to convince you that continuous self-improvement is the funnest way to live life. Well, I get that. That's, that's, that's great. Man. Watch, watch this. Okay. Watch this. If, if you take a deep breath and grow your character. Now, uh, character, we have a definition of it. We define character as anything I learn to think, do, or feel that is at first unnatural to my default settings, my personality. Anything I learn to think, do, or feel that's initially unnatural and requires me to work at it, to develop it. Mm -hmm. Like if I want to speak the language of my blue wife or if I want to speak the language of my white daughter, you know, 
if you'll work on that slowly, don't go too fast, go slow. But I'm just telling you, <laughs> the fun of having a great marriage, the fun of having great relationships, the results will present themselves over time. And I just think it is the best way to live life is, you know, God has given us the opportunity to improve and thank God for that. What if we couldn't improve guys, oh, dads, what if we were stuck right where we are right now and we couldn't get any better? That would be hell on earth. Yeah. And I would have no interest in that, but we can improve. And when we improve, we end up with happier marriages, happier, better adjusted children, and actually, we contribute to make the whole world a better place. What could be better than that? What could be more fun than that, Yeah, actually? And it's not easy, but it's fun, and it's yep. an adventure, and we were born for adventure. You know, yeah, as yeah, I love it. Mr. Peterson says, yep. we're born for that. Oh, and uh, improvement is the adventure of our lifetime. Go get them, dads. So, Van, here's my question. Now, where can people find yes, uh, your seminars? So where can they find uh, your information? Can they find it online anywhere? Our uh, website is Motive Matters. Dot com, okay. And uh, we would invite you to go there. We do some open seminars about two to three times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, right here at CCO, you're one of our world-class partners. Yeah. We we do a couple marriage retreats here every year, and you guys are the absolutely the best. Uh, we have other churches over, uh, around the Midwest that we do that at for marriage and family mm-hmm. retreats. We kind of open it up now. Uh, we didn't use to to do this it was mainly married couples but now we just say call them family seminars and i'm going to tell you two guys something today i have a bucket list item Mm -hmm. and i'm going to call upon you red to help me make this happen Okay. okay i it's it literally is a bucket list item i would love to have a dad's retreat okay yeah where where we teach this stuff in depth Ooh, that'd be that great. We, all, we all love and and we just guys just mm-hmm. get the guys in there and let's talk about you know how to use this stuff emotional regulation and how to how to do self-improvement and how to understand motive and needs and wants and all this stuff to i think it would be great i think it would be very powerful yeah. and i think there would be a whole host of families that would never be the same again. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be so much fun. Well, you Especially heard... doing it with you guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. You heard it here first. Uh, we are now planning the uh, first <laughs> ever, uh, yes. Dad's conference. Dad's, Dad's conference. Retreat. Yes. Afterward, Dad, George, Dad, the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> or jeans and camo shirts. It's fine. Okay. Camo or shorts. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that sounds, that's really cool. Uh yeah. I uh, the yellow in me has chills right now, so I think yep. that, I think it'll be cool. Uh, it's Let's something it. I've wanted to do for years. Yeah, yeah. because it may, we all know this. I mean, man, our dads need help. Yeah, yeah. 100%. and I need help. And uh, you guys, iron sharpens iron, and we could get together and uh, we could make a difference. Yeah, that's what Absolutely. it's all about. I love it. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Dad Shorts Podcast. Don't forget to find us wherever you find your podcasts. Like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, leave us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate that. Find us wherever you find your socials. We're on Facebook at Dad Shorts Podcast. You can email us at dadshortspodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on TikTok at the Dad Shorts Podcast. And again, Scott is putting up some of those mortal madness for the next couple of weeks. So we'd love for you to get on there and vote. Uh, the link will be available wherever our social media is so that you can get on there and vote as well. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'll see you guys uh, next week. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Later. <laughs>
Yeah, I have trouble saying subscribe and rate at the same time, so it comes without subscribe. <laughs> it's part of our dad shorts merch. <laughs> <laughs> we ever develop it. <laughs> bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>